0: all right i'm gonna do a little few sentence introduction of you and the series and then we'll just jump right in
1: sure sounds good
0: this episode we're taking a slightly different approach in our interview our guest today will be discussing a theological book one which we commend to our listeners today's guest pat daly is u.s manager for the banner of truth trust which publishes many commendable books both old and new and today pat's coming to discuss the life of martin lloyd jones by ian murray it's published by the banner of truth pat thanks for joining us
1: Thanks uh, for inviting me, Jonathan. It's good to be speaking with you today.
0: So I want to discuss the book, The Life of Martin Lloyd-Jones, but before we get to the book itself, let's begin by talking about the man who is its subject. Who was Martin Lloyd-Jones?
1: Well, maybe the first thing to say about who Lloyd-Jones was was that he was the greatest preacher of the 20th century. Uh, Many men have said that and and consider him uh, as really the greatest preacher um, in recent history. So, uh, a man who we can, uh, look to for an example of, um, a healthy new Testament ministry, um, a man who we can read his sermons and study, you know, how we should preach, um, what expository preaching is, um, you know, how that can affect the life of the church. Um, and a man who, who really, uh, had a radical conversion story, um, was you know not a Christian, studying for the ministry or studying for uh, being a doctor, and was converted by God, and really all of his desires and all of his goals for life were radically changed by God's working in his life. So we can just learn about how to be a Christian um, by studying Him. So he was a Welsh uh, uh, minister, um, born in 1899. He died in 1981. So really a, a recent. Um, uh, part of church history for us to study um, and for someone in in a pretty much a modern context for us to learn from. You know, not someone from you know the Puritan era, not someone living today, but someone in the 20th century who we can study and learn about.
0: So let's talk about the book itself. Uh the author's yeah. Ian Murray, who has written a number of biographical treatments. What makes him, as the author, an able guide to the life of Lloyd Jones?
1: Right. Um uh, Ian Murray was uh, an intern of Lloyd-Jones for three years at Westminster Chapel, so he knew Lloyd-Jones well, knew his family, uh, knew Lloyd-Jones' wife, um, uh, studied alongside him, and uh, ministered at Westminster Chapel with him. He was uh, brought on, uh, kind of like the church leadership there, for three years to teach uh, church history. He taught, um, originally I think Lloyd-Jones asked him to come and preach, and uh, but after he was there for a couple of weeks. He said, you know, Ian, it might be good for you to teach uh, a church history course uh, for, the, for the church on, I think it was Wednesday night or Thursday night. And Ian Murray later said that, you know, comparing this young, because uh, Ian Murray was really young when he when he came on staff, um, and he said, it might not be good for you to be preaching alongside me. Well, this is what Ian Murray thought. This is probably why he told him to teach church history. It might not be good for him to be preaching alongside Lloyd-Jones, but he could teach history and teach the congregation there um, what their identity was as a Protestant evangelical church. Um, So he taught church history there. And so he knew Lloyd-Jones. He knew him well. And as Lloyd-Jones was dying in uh, the late 70s, early 80s, um, Ian Murray spoke with him a lot about writing a biography, and so he interacted with him a lot, and he knew intimately his life, and so he's really a reliable source for studying Lloyd Jones, and um, that's why he's a, a good guide to, to read from.
0: Now, the book itself is this a, a technical academic volume? I guess I guess what I'm asking is who, who's the intended audience for this book? Um, how is it written? Is it easily accessible?
1: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a typical banner book, and so um, it's it's not the most academic read. Although it is still uh, a rigorous study um the original two volume biography um, was over a thousand pages and so it is not a smaller a, sm- uh, a small read although a condensed version has come out recently, um, which is five hundred pages but it's written primarily for pastors and for laymen um, for people in the pew but also you know pastors could benefit from it um, so it's you know a typical banner biography is very spiritually minded so we don't want to just learn um, about the man and to study um, you know, his times and just look at historical facts. We want to really make theological observations about those facts. Um, and so it's a book that you'll learn a lot about Lloyd-Jones and his times, but you'll also find it very devotional as you see this man uh, wrestle with what it means to be a Christian and wrestle with how to do church, how to, uh, how to have a New Testament church that focuses on preaching and prayer um, in the 20th century. So very accessible. Uh, I, I recently just handed a copy of the condensed, the one-volume edition to a, a friend of mine in church who's a layman, um, who's never gone to seminary, who has no, no hopes of being a pastor, but just really benefiting from it and, and really learning a lot from the life of Lloyd-Jones.
0: Yeah, I would echo that. I, I think – When I first began in the pastorate, the two-volume biography was one of the most helpful books that I read during that first year. And then the condensed version is also outstanding. I've Mm. put it in people's hands as well. So I agree with you completely. Now, as you reflect on the book's treatment of Lloyd-Jones, and in fact, as you reflect on the life of Lloyd-Jones in general— you mentioned uh, looking at it theologically and, and analyzing the uh-huh. things that are happening theologically. So what would you say are some of the central emphases of Lloyd-Jones' life and ministry? You mentioned preaching and prayer, and I wonder yeah. if you could either expand upon those or add to those. What were the central emphases of his, his ministry, which, as you said, covered a, the better part of the 20th century?
1: Right. Well, I guess my mind goes to his time at Sandfields, uh, the first church where he ministered at in Wales um he went to this church which was kind of uh giving into the times and looking to you know entertain people as they came into church looking for ways to bring people back to church and the motivation of the church was good like they wanted people to be worshiping with them on Sundays and to to learn uh, from the bible like that's a good motivation so they wanted to be creative to bring people in but they were not really following the New Testament example of preaching, prayer meetings, um, like a simple worship service where there's room for the spirit to move and for uh, people to be silent and still. And so uh, rather than that New Testament example, they wanted to bring in big choirs, dramas, get people involved. Um, And so Lloyd-Jones comes into that context and uh, very radically um, changes things up and kind of strips away all of these additions to worship that people had brought in. Um, and so when I refer to him as someone who really had a New Testament ministry, um, I'm just thinking of the New Testament church, the early church, and how um, it was very simple, the, their worship. Uh, and as we read the New Testament and we look at the examples of the apostles going around planting churches and then preaching to the people, and there's lots of prayer and prayer meetings, and um, he just took those examples, and he wanted to, the church to, to look like a New Testament church.
0: Yeah, it sounds like th- that word simplicity uh, kept yeah. coming up in your in your description. And I think I think you're right, particularly about what he, what he did in Sandfield. So that's that's very helpful. Yeah. Now, now you you yourself are not an ordained minister, and yet it sounds no. as <laughs> if you, you found the book personally very helpful. So can you yeah. talk about that? In what ways was the book helpful to you, even though you're not doing the kind of work that Lloyd-Jones was engaged in.
1: Right. Well, I guess one of the examples he set for me, and I learned a lot from, was how when he was trying to figure out how to live as a Christian, he didn't try to exegete the culture around him or to learn from what other Christians were doing, but he exegeted the Bible. So he looked to the Bible um, on how to live as a Christian. And there there is a pressure, I think, um, even today, maybe especially today, that we, you know, we need to engage with the world, we need to be reading the books of the world, we need to be watching the movies of the world so that we can engage, so that we can you know, win people to Christ. And you know, we don't want to be culturally irrelevant. We want to be able to speak to people where they're at. But we also want to look to the Bible and how to live as a Christian. I remember when I was converted and uh, you know, soon after that met my wife or my future wife and we were going through marriage counseling and a pastor said to me, You know, look through the Word of God and turn over every rock in your life to see how you should live as a Christian. And that really stuck with me. And I just see a lot of that in Lloyd-Jones. So that is a good example uh, for young men and women that we would look to the Bible. And you don't have to be hip. You don't have to be cool to be an effective evangelist or for those in the ministry to be an effective preacher. But you do need to be faithful to God. And uh, that was, I think, just abundant in his life. And he set that example very clearly.
0: Pat, what's your favorite
1: part of the book? Um, well, there are a number of great parts uh, as you read the biography. Um, but perhaps my favorite part is when, uh, right around when he's converted and he's still struggling with um, kind of the, the pulls of the two worlds. So he was a, a very successful uh, medical doctor uh, studying at BART Medical School. And he is in a really high class society going to theaters and um, going to see different uh, productions, and he's he he was dragged to this theater by some friends, and he didn't really want to go because, um, you know, he was still starting to wrestle with. Well, I don't want to be at the theaters. Christians shouldn't go to to these theaters back then. And he he walks out of the theater, and he sees uh, the Salvation Army band, and he he kind of you know you can imagine him looking back at the old world that he used to be a part of, and then this new world of these Christians, and he says, you know, these are my people, and when I think of a Salvation Army band, you don't think of you know, the most cool, hip, high-class society. But they were brothers and sisters in Christ, and he wanted to be with them, and he wanted to be proclaiming Christ. And So just the, the pull of two worlds and how um, even though one world looks very successful and high-class, it pales a comparison to Christian fellowship and to proclaiming Christ and to bringing Christ uh, to the people around him. And that's just such a a change in desires you can see in his life, and it's such a testimony to how, when the Spirit works in our life, He does change us, and we are a new creation, um, made new. We are made new. We are given a new heart, and it just uh, it's just such an encouragement to read that and to see how other people have gone through that same conversion, um, the work of the Holy Spirit in their life. So yeah, it's probably my favorite part.
0: That is a great episode. I wonder, Pat, as I'm. Thinking about someone who might pick up the, the book, The Life of Martin Lloyd-Jones by Ian Murray, I'm wondering if they wanted to read books actually by Lloyd-Jones himself, What, which ones would you recommend? What, what's a good starting place for learning about this man's uh, ministry emphases and his approach to the scriptures?
1: Right. Well, I do work for the Banner, so the pressure as, as someone who's in sales is to just tell you all the books that the Banner publishes by Lloyd-Jones, and we do publish a number of books by him, um, but to be fair, a lot of people, and I've heard Ian Murray say this himself, a lot of people recommend that maybe the first place to start reading Lloyd-Jones' is a book, The Studies on the Sermon on the Mount, um, another good place to start uh, for those Studying for the ministry or already in the ministry would be uh, his book preachers and preaching. So I know that's where a lot of people have first experienced Lloyd-Jones and first started reading his sermons. Because most of Lloyd-Jones' books, if not all, in fact, uh, are just collections of his sermons. He didn't really sit down and write a lot of books from beginning to end, but a lot of his sermons were edited and put into different books. So those are two great places to start. Um, But some other uh, books by Lloyd-Jones that I'm a little more familiar with and can speak to you about is um, one book is called What is an Evangelical, which is published by the Trust, which has three different addresses um, given at the International Fellowship of Evangelical Students, uh, sort of just clarifying what it is to be an evangelical Christian. There was a lot of confusion in his day, and sort of in the latter part of his ministry, he did uh, really stand for... Uh, biblical Christianity in a culture where evangelicals and and Catholics were trying to work together. I mean, I'm sure you're familiar, Jonathan, with the ECT movement back then uh, where evangelicals and Catholics tried to come together on social issues. But he had a real hard time doing that, um, kind of having this union with people who didn't have a biblical faith. And so this book is very clear in teaching us what really a Christian is. I um, mean, it's important for us to keep those boundaries very clear. Um, and then another one is uh, Old Testament evangelical sermons or evangelistic sermons. Um, and if you want to, you know, ha- learn, you know, how do you preach from the Old Testament? How do we use the Old Testament and apply it now um, uh, in light of all of the New Testament? This is a great place for you to start reading Lloyd Jones. Um, so it's important to read his sermons, I think, to just see how being faithful to the text. Um, is really engaging and can be really exciting. And, you know, we don't have to have a lot of fluff and storytelling and comedy in our sermons, but just faithful, simple exposition of the text is what changes people. And so that would be a great place to start as well, Old Testament evangelistic sermons.
0: The book we've been discussing is The Life of Martin Lloyd-Jones by Ian Murray. Our guest has been Patrick Daly. Pat, thanks for giving us your time today.
1: Thanks for your patience.
0: Thank you for listening to Theology on the Go, a podcast of placefortruth.org. Placefortruth.org is a website of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, proclaiming biblical doctrine in today's church. Just for listening, we'd like to offer you a free MP3 message. Visit placefortruth.org to download D. Martin Lloyd-Jones, The Preacher, by Alistair Begg. And listen next time to Theology on the Go, a brief interview about an eternal truth.